Hello? Jared Nichols, how are you? I'm good. I'm driving. Hey, can you I just are... say something really quick here? Absolutely. I know I'm on. Yeah. I know I'm on. Yeah. The automated voice that comes on when you called, it pronounces sportsapreneur as sportsapreneur. <laughs> I like that. I think you should. We're I do too. I think name. you should change the name. We're changing the name sportsapreneur. I actually had someone call in and they just said they were really bad with spelling and they couldn't pronounce the name. And that's it. I let them know at least they would get it right the next time, but they had no idea. And I think, but I've told you that before, right? If you can't be confused on the front end, then there's no aha moment on the back end. So hey, I, yeah, I, I'm nice. just going to stick with that theme because no one. Way to reframe it. What's that? Way to reframe it. I said yeah. way, to, way to reframe it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, like what we're doing right now is obviously an anchor interview. And as we've talked about before, Jared Nichols is the futurist. He's the disruptor. He's the guy that helps you look at your business and look at things that might be changing and help you uh, bring new ideas to your business and help better your business. And But we want to do an anchor interview, and the reason is we're creating a lot of content. And there's something cool that I learned today, uh, and I'll give a quick shout-out to Avi, um, and we'll, we'll note that in the caption here. But there's a transcription that comes out at the end of this anchor interview. So we talked a lot about repurposing content. So if we have a conversation, we're going to get an email and we're, again, we're testing it out like we do all the time within social media and content, anything that you're doing, even in business, you got to test things out, test ideas out. It'll be interesting to see what that transcription looks like. It's a hard word to say, by the way. And um, that's the reason we want to have this conversation, but to talk about a lot of different topics, um, which is, you know, creating content and all that, content and all that. But that was a surprise for you, Jared, that there's a transcription that is created on the back end of this. That is something that Anchor's doing that I got to imagine is if they can get it right and if it works, that's a pretty big deal. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. No, I, it is a big deal. I just think of uh, all the time it takes to to go back and, you know, fill certain things in, especially if it's not a scripted you know, piece of content that you're doing over video or audio, then, yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. It is good. So, yeah, um, the diff- <laughs> I mean, and the different things, the other <laughs> – it's fun. It's fun. We're just, I mean, we're going to ramble. So we're going to move from that. And then we're going to talk about culture because Jared is in his car and he's on his way into our office. So our offices, we got different people here and we try to have some fun, but we also are pretty, we're working pretty hard. Jared comes in and brings a lively attitude to the environment. And I think it helps with the culture. And it's funny that we are in the process of putting out an article about culture and how important it is. And as you know, I run my company, which is Casor Sportsapreneur, is our sports, what is it, manure, something like that. You know, that um, that's sports, a part of sports the company. Sportsapreneur. whatever. Uh, it's a part of the Casor's company, which is the thing that I always think about is culture. How is our culture right now? How is everyone getting along? How is, you know, everyone's thought process? And, you know, Jared comes into the office and brings a perspective of, having fun and culture. And so we're putting out an article about that. And here comes a guy who I think is absolutely helping other businesses with their culture as well. You know, you, I'm, I'm assuming you see culture as a pretty important part, or I know you do, but speak on that. Yeah, well, I would say that our, our experience is a little bit different since um, since I look at, at your office there, Eric. When I come in, that's my safe place. <laughs> so, you know, I can I can let down, and all of us are friends in there, and we have a good time and try and keep things lively and, and push each other into certain directions that uh, that helps not just with business but personal life as well. So, but no, of course, culture is important. I mean, it's 
sadly, it's one of those things that, that uh, like so many other elements of business, is talked about. And the more that people refer to culture, just like innovation or being nimble, it becomes a you know a catchphrase, and the, the real meaning is often lost. And so, really, when you think about company culture, when you think about where organizations, uh, why culture is so important, is because um, because we're just seeing a, a change in the way that it, I like to kind of put it this way: it's like the all hands on deck approach, right? In the past, you know, in the 20th century, it was, it was kind of this, uh, you know, two different types of leadership, which really defined the culture. And, and I talk about that in the video that came out this week, but it's about looking at two different leadership philosophies. And I think this helps to sum up culture and the way that we're uh, dealing with culture today. And that's one is the old way of looking at things with the compliance model. And the compliance model is really about uh, being able to take orders, to stay within the bounds of your job description, uh, and to you know, color within the lines, essentially. And it was everything was top down, and it, you know there's some benefits to that, if, you know, depending on the type of organization you are. Uh, but for the most part, it puts a lot of extra strain and uh, weight on the shoulders of the leadership, because it's making the assumption that the people that are hired, you know, they're only as good as what they were hired for. Now, you, you come to where we are today in the 21st century, and especially with all the conversations around, uh, you know, different generations, technology, communication, all types of different conversations there, we see that there's more of a need for a collaborative or a, um, a, a contribution type of model, right, where it's leadership is encouraging contribution, the all-hands-on-deck, in order to ensure that the organization is thinking about uh, not just disruption, but opportunities, looking at how they can uh, tap into the intellectual capital within the organization so that they ensure that they are maximizing the talent, they are keeping an engaged workforce, and they're keeping excitement levels high. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, an organization is just an organization with a bunch of individuals in it. And so the individuals need to feel a sense of purpose and drive, especially as you're looking at the younger workforce. So all that being summed up, is that uh, it's not really about, well, one is better than the other, but there needs to still be a sense of, uh, there needs to be a, a healthy balance. I think about, you have small kids, I've got a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And if we were just to say, hey, man, you know, let's just do whatever you want, and, you know, we're going to be those kind of parents that just no rules, you know, we, we're going to let them develop, you know, whatever the, the philosophy is there, it's going to drive them crazy. Uh, there's plenty of studies out there that show that if a child does not feel like they have clearly defined boundaries, they're going to try and create them themselves, and that's where you run into lots of problems. Now, we all are the same way. If we really want to be creative, if we want to contribute, if we want to uh, take a, a sense of ownership over something, we still need to have boundaries. We still need to have clearly defined expectations. And so culture needs to be one where communication is strong, uh, expectations are clear, but the boundaries that are set are not so constraining that the talent that's in your organization does not feel they can truly express themselves or contribute everything they have. Uh, but they need to be loose enough to where they don't, you know, your, your workforce isn't coming into work every day wondering, okay, well, what's today's objective and what exactly can I do and how can I do this and will I get fired? Because by that point, they're just going to say, well, I'm going to look for something else. So, so yeah, it's called yeah. Yeah, culture. So you're telling me that it's nothing to do with like doing yoga uh, off-site as a team. 
No, <laughs> sorry. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I that's forgot to throw that part in there. Table in the break room. I'm not saying those are bad things per se. If someone's interested in yoga or someone's interested in foosball, I have nothing against any activity. But if we were to go and I were to say, hey, everybody, today's yoga day. We're going to go out and we're all going to do yoga together. I don't think that would go over too well. But some businesses do that, right? It's not like out of the norm. Well, yeah, it's, you're right, and, and that's kind of follow, trying to follow behind this Google model. You know, people have to understand, you're not Google. It's okay. Google did that because that's Google. That's part of their culture, right? You know, to, uh, and sure, they did really well writing a book on the Google way, which, by the way, full disclosure, I have not read, so I'm speaking right. ignorantly here about the content of the book. But the overall perception is, well, we need to do something like Google, like put a slide in our uh, you know, in, in our lobby. And it's oh, yeah, and ridiculous. here, don't get me wrong. If everyone, like, is on board with that and that's what everyone wants to do, genuinely wants to do, by all means, right? Like, go watch the game yeah. together if everybody's a fan of that team. Then I have no problem with that. But it's like there's a lot of force behavior where you're trying to bring people in and say, well, if you don't watch the game or you don't do yoga or you don't do whatever activity that we're doing, you're kind of saying no to the manager, the boss, the whatever. You're saying no to the culture that exists there. Like, wait a minute, maybe I don't belong here. That's that's a recipe for a bad culture, but sorry, I just really No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. No, no, no. Hey, that's all right, man. You know, I that's what I'm I here totally for. forgive you and yeah, that, <laughs> you're forgiven <laughs> and we can still be friends. No, but we'll you know see. that that yeah. reminds me of another uh aspect of culture. Culture culture is not just the thing that stands alone, right? I mean culture has to fit into the long term objectives of the organization, short and long term, I mean essentially, right? I mean, in culture, an organization, if it's a for-profit organization, is is selling or attracting customers. Uh, well, you know, I mean, if you're a nonprofit, you're doing the same. Your 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 tax structure is different. But the point is, is that culture has to drive growth in the organization. It makes me think back to when I was in the insurance industry for 11 years, and and I had teams of people that I would train. And uh, one thing that used to drive me nuts is when the uh, when the state level management or the regional level management would would basically lay it out there that we, we were required to attend certain meetings uh, that were really just kind of, I mean, you know, if, if we're honest, they were really more for the state and the regional management to feel like they're doing something. And I, and I don't mean that to be ugly. I mean, that's just a fact. When you're dealing with 1099 insurance brokers and agents that are part of a team, uh, what I looked at was if you were, if you have somebody who's performing at a high level, and they are closing business, they're uh, you know, building strong customer relationships, you know, they're doing really well, then, it, then forcing them out of their zone and into a meeting is the most unproductive counterculture growth initiative, whatever you want to call it. It's the most counter thing that you can do, but yet you see this all the time because it's, it's uh, you know, well, we need to be in meetings, we need to have uniformity across the board. And I try to tell people, look, if you've got somebody who's doing really well, and they're selling and they're closing and they're out there and they're bringing in business, leave them alone. If they don't want to go to group yoga, don't make them. Right. If they don't yeah. want to be in on this meeting that is not imperative, uh, don't, you know, don't ask them to. And so you really kind of have to look at your culture and say if somebody's is, is, are, are the initiatives or the programs that we're implementing, are they detracting from growth? Are they taking uh, the air out of the sails of, of our top performers? Or are they contributing to growth? Are they encouraging? Are they inspiring? And I think sure. if more organizations started to recognize that and really got serious about that, they could cut out a lot of things that they're trying to do and be a lot more clear and intentional about what's going to help drive growth for the organization. Yeah, well said. 
Well said. Thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing. Yeah, I, I don't know where else to go with it. I think we've. I think we've killed the horse. I think he's dead. Yeah. Well, that's the goal, man. I'm hungry. No. Yeah. Let's go. Let's eat. Get some jerky. No, that's good. Okay. Well, good. Well, bring it in. Bring it in the office. We'll have a little culture going on here. Um, all sorts of fun activities planned. Perhaps even, you know, if you checked out our Instagram account, Jared was on our Instagram account on the Sports Epreneur. That's how you pronounce it, Anchor Sports Epreneur. It's not that hard, really, when you think of it. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. And we did the boomerang. Jared didn't know what was happening. We did a boomerang uh, video of him. And it's pretty much it got everybody to laugh. So that was fun. Well, we're going to do that again. I think that's the goal for today is to get you on Boomerang on Instagram. And uh, that'll, that, it's a successful day. I mean, we actually do business here. We actually do drive business. We create content. We do all sorts of fun stuff and, and business-related stuff. So, uh, But you got to enjoy the day, too, you know. That's great. I'm, I'm just your office clown, aren't I? That's why I come in. I'm there for your Oh, yeah, yeah. You have no idea how much fun of you we make. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. awesome. No, no, I, I have an idea. I put a couple microphones in the office, so I've got yeah, everything. Yeah, right. Well, the good news is your big water jug that you have that you bring in, you stole our water. We got new water. Yeah, see, there's a, there's that, a bonus. that is a complete total conspiracy. That's just not all. <laughs> it is. We had to blame someone has to take the someone has to take the fall. And uh, yeah, well, that's it. But really, well, when you put it that way, sure, I'll take the fall. That's right. Because I'm gotta be because I'm contributing to the culture. That's right. Then the culture is what this is all about. A little bit of transcription and repurposing and using anchor and developing new ways. Um, so absolutely. I do want to. Hey, Eric. I do. Yeah. I want to clarify something here, though. I mean, after this conversation, yep. we still, we we as a group are still going to have yoga day, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. not. That's, don't, don't that's one of the main reasons <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm coming yeah, in. Yeah, I've got yeah. my yoga. We just day. like to sound. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. It's planned. Next week. Next okay. Wednesday. Three. Yep. We'll cut out early and Perfect. everything. Yeah. So really, right. the question then becomes: If anybody has been lucky enough to make it this far through this interview on Anchor, first of all, you're our favorite person in the world right now because I don't know who did it, but if you have, congratulations. And if you have, and you have ideas around culture, around repurposing content, around uh, boomerang on Instagram, please call in. Let us know your thoughts. We are not the end all be all. Um, even though Jerry tells us that tells himself that every night before he goes to bed. Um, there's, there are other people it's called affirmation. that have, that's right. It is. I am terrific and all that good stuff, but <laughs> Hey, I, I'm curious as to what other people have to say about it. I'm done with listening to what you have to say about it. So let's move on. And here's the other thing, this, what we're hoping for, maybe, maybe not. And it could go in a completely different direction becomes a podcast that we do within the anchor community and leads all different stuff. And we, we don't have to talk about business all the time. It could be stuff that's completely unrelated uh, you know, we're both in the Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina area, so there's a lot of different things we can do with it, and definitely want to utilize a platform like Anchor because I think there's a lot to it, and I think there's a lot of uh, things that we can do, and also value we can provide and stir up conversations, which that's all we're looking for, right? And um, so this could be the start of a of a new thing. I was going to say friendship, but I don't want to get your hopes up. So. You're about to say a beautiful relationship. Yeah, don't you hate when that happens? You realize, man, I'm on the air and I'm about to say something so cliche. Yeah, no, we but I knew, it. No, I knew it because I was setting you up. I just wanted to get your hopes up and then crash them. That was it. Oh, that's good. That's good for culture. Yeah. Hey, you know. <laughs> for culture. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. It is. It is. <laughs> so on that, let's save it for the next episode and we'll say our goodbyes. And uh, well, I'll see Jared in a little bit. Nobody else will, but um, yeah.
Yeah. There you go. Leave, leave everyone with a little bit of jealousy there. I like that. That's good. right. It is. That's what they should have. So. That's right. Well, thank you for listening. Look forward to call-ins, and we'll talk to you guys next time.